Hello and welcome to episode 4 of Niche Snacks, the one trans man podcast where I talk about my niche interest. If you're looking for something new to get into, this is the place to be. I'm Augustine and this episode of Niche Snacks is about Your Turn to Die. Your Turn to Die, or Kimigashine, is an episodic horror adventure game developed by manga artist Nankidai. The game was originally released in Japanese on August 28th, 2017. An English translation was released in 2019. Currently, the English translation is playable on the translator's website, vgperson.com. It's currently unfinished, but will be released to Steam on February 2023. The game was created in the RPG Maker engine, but it follows a very different format from most RPG Maker games. Instead of being an RPG, Your Tender Die is a click-and-point adventure game and a visual novel kind of mixed together. The menu system is what really gives it away as a RPG Maker game. It's very obvious. When you look at the menus, I'm like, oh, those are RPG Maker menus. Which is not a bad thing. To me, I think it's nostalgic. It adds, like, as someone who grew up watching a lot of playthroughs of RPG Maker games, I'm like, yippee, like, I really like it. There's a lot of problem solving in various mini games that you'll come across throughout the story. One, however, one of the core gameplay mechanics is at the end of each chapter because it's an episodic horror and this is what the game calls discussions if you are familiar with the danganronpa or ace attorney series these discussions are basically the trials you have to come to a conclusion and make decisions that can severely affect the plot unlike danganronpa and ace attorney though you aren't just solving a mystery you have choice that's what sets it apart your own decisions really matter, and you can save or end somebody's life, depending on what you do in this game. There are multiple endings, depending on your choices, and this element of choice is what I think makes it really stand out against other games, at least like the Danganronpa and Ace Attorney series. Your Turn to Die also has a few other media revolved around it. It's not only a game, but there's a second game in this series I'll talk about more. It's a spinoff. There's also a manga and quite a bit of merchandise. If you're the kind of person who enjoys solving a mystery so suspenseful that your stomach hurts, your turn to die is for you. Now, enough being informative, here's why I love the game. So, to start, I first discovered your turn to die because I was fairly active in the Danganronpa fandom and listen carefully, listen, listen to me very closely. I hate Danganronpa. I repeat, I hate Danganronpa. I honestly may make a little bonus episode because Danganronpa is not, I would not consider it niche, but I may make a bonus episode just to talk about how much I hate this game because I'm very passionate about how awful. It's so bad. I'm quite passionate about my feelings on it, the subject. But Your Turn to Die and Danganronpa fans have a lot of, their fandoms of a lot of crossover because they're pretty similar in concept. The main difference is that Your Turn to Die is an actual good game. <laughs> now, I'll tell you why I think it's good. For the sake of consistency, and because the rest of my episodes start off with the art style, I'm going to talk about the art style. Um, normally, the art style is probably the first thing that stands out to me, but in Your Turn to Die, I guess like when you're getting into something, you're going to notice the visuals first, obviously, because you're not going to know what the writing is when you haven't played through it. But as someone who's played through all of the available chapters in your turn to die it's not the thing that stands out to me the most but it's probably the first thing you're gonna notice obviously 
it's kind of basic for like surface level it's basic there are some things that i think make it stand out and like there's a lot of design quirks that i really enjoy but most of it is just kind of like traditional anime art style you're not getting anything super new out of it but there are aspects of it that i really enjoy so the color palette in your turn to die is pretty unique Nanki Dai uses a lot of bright, saturated tones. Um, and when I think of Your Turn to Die, I think of teals, blues, purples, cool colors. Very bright, cool colors. Also, one big thing. So uh, if you look up the game, you may notice the characters are all just kind of drawn. Um, they're drawn in this anime art style. Those are, um, and in the game, this anime art style only really comes across in their sprites and the CGs. And what a CG... I don't know if I don't know what CG stands for, but it's basically like a still image that's more detailed. The entire game of Your Turn to Die is in pixel art, other than the sprites and the CGs, and I really like that. This pixel art isn't animated a lot because it's a, a point-and-click adventure game, so it's mostly a still image. You click on something and then you move to the next screen, which is like kind of point-and-click a visual novel. Um, however, there are certain aspects. There's certain mini games. There are animations, it's just not super out there. Like you play a first person perspective where you look at the setting and then you click and, and like, you know what a point click adventure game is. The characters themselves, even though they're, I would say there's a quite a few of them that are pretty basic, but they do have some interesting design quirks that Nanki Dai kind of gave them. For one, all the characters in your turn to die, except for one have paper white skin. I don't really know why. Um, the one character who doesn't, he just has tan skin. He's not like super dark or anything. He does kind of stand, like it's kind of weird, but it also, it's also not weird. Like he stands out, but he also doesn't. It's kind of, it's interesting. And he's also, I don't know exactly with his character. I don't want to talk too much because this is more, his character is kind of more of a spoiler. Like you don't really know about him right away but just know not everyone in this game is paper white we have one person <laughs> if you if you may want to look forward to that um but yeah all the characters except for one have paper white skin and also except for i think everything except for their skin there might be certain things like their eyes but a lot of the parts on the characters also have textures applied to them like noise like there's a noise filter on some of them some of them have more like crumpled up paper um, paint strokes it's a really tiny but it's an it's a tiny detail but I really enjoy it like I don't know why they look like that but it's pretty cool I'd say and the CGs are like this too there's a lot of texture in the art of this game going off the um, art aspect of it uh, the character designs themselves are pretty good I wouldn't say any of them are ugly but I mean there's some that aren't like some of them are pretty bland but there are a few that are pretty unique and interesting, I would say. They're, the one that stands out to me the most is Reko. She is like a singer-songwriter rock star, and she looks amazing. I love her design a lot. Also, there's quite a few men in the Your Turn to Die cast that have very large chest, <laughs> which is not unseen in anime. If you've seen JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, it's not new. <laughs> but it's definitely something I'll always appreciate. I do love me a man with some big old gazongas for sure. But even though like some of the, <laughs> I just said that so casually, even though uh, quite a few of the characters in Your Turn to Die like look bland, I like them all. 
well, there's some, I'll get into that, how I feel, I'll get into that, but, um, I definitely heart, absolutely fucking destroyed and heartbroken if some of them died, and hopefully you will be too. Now, I'm gonna talk about what really stands out to me, the writing, I love the writing, it's amazing so far. <laughs> I don't wanna completely, I'll talk and give it praise, but there's a good chance that with the, with this game ends a certain way, It'll completely change all my opinions of it. It could be, depending on how it ends, it could be really shit. I don't know. But I have really high hopes because of how it's going right now. The character interactions don't feel forced. Um, there are 10 people stuck in this unknown location that like has really high stakes. And I think their interactions are pretty natural, I'd say. Um, they're not like, some of them are kind of an asshole, but I don't know. Even the characters that are, like, mean, they do have, like, their own, like, moments and redemptions. Um, I will say this game is extremely suspenseful. I have never felt more dread than I have, like, playing this game. Never, never, I've seen quite a few horror movies, never filled me with as much dread than your turn to die. And I, I don't play a lot of horror games either. I do watch quite a bit of horror media, but man, whew. So right now, the game is divided into three chapters and chapter two has part one and part two and chapter three, I assume is also gonna have part one and part two. But chapter three, part one is divided into two sections, which is a bit complicated, I know. Chapter three, part one, section B came out May 31st, 2021. And I just remember how fucking excited I was to play this. I obviously don't know Japanese, so I turned on my Twitter notifications for the translator, VG person, shout out, shout out to VG person, turned on their Twitter notifications and I waited for them to translate your turn to die. And as soon as I saw it, cause it was, it was May, um, I was out of school by then, I'm pretty sure. So I was just like, boom, as soon as I saw it, I started playing it. And that day my mom had made me dinner. By the way, I'm 19 and <laughs> So in 2021, I just graduated high school. As soon as I saw like that the game had been translated, the translation was out, I played it as soon as I could. And when my mom, she made dinner and I remember like her, I don't remember what she made. It might've been chili or some shit, I don't know. I could not eat my food because my appetite was completely sucked dry because of all the dread and anxiety that I felt. Absolutely wasted my soul destroyed I like I couldn't eat and I felt awful about it I remember feeling so bad <laughs> so like how the characters are written like I said there are asshole characters but they have their redeeming moments and just to give you a little insight on one character there is a character named Kutaro Burgerberg and he's definitely my least favorite character he's a very like he's like an American stereotype um and he's also just kind of a huge asshole which is kind of funny um i'm definitely biased though so <laughs> the reason why i don't like yutaro is because in chapter two um he completely reset my game progress by 30 minutes because i spoke to him and i was so fucking angry i was so so mad um but he does have a really nice redeeming moment later on in the story but man i don't forgive him traumatizing literally traumatized <laughs> But even, it's hard to hate the characters, even if they are assholes like Yutaro. They're not like bad, and I'll talk more about them later. As of right now, for the writing, very suspenseful, very suspenseful? I said it like pencil, very suspenseful. 
very suspenseful. And um, I really like the drama and the mystery setup. I'm so excited to see how it ends. But there's so much setup, like if it doesn't end, I don't know, I don't even know. If it even, like I don't know what to expect. I don't know how it's gonna end because there's just so much that it's like still left unanswered. I don't know. There is one theory that I'm like, it has to be fucking true. There's no way. And I really hope it is. Um, but this is a noise. Uh, oh, I can't speak. <laughs> but this is a no spoiler review. So I'm not going to tell you that theory. But there's a lot of theories, obviously, because we don't know what the fuck. We don't know, like, anything. <laughs> Hopefully we'll find out soon. The music is another pretty interesting aspect of the game. Nankidai composed the soundtrack himself. And I really like it. Um, I will say, <laughs> the music does fill me with a lot of dread and <laughs> it makes me really anxious to listen to at this point, but uh, I think it's supposed to do that because it's just, it's a fucking horror game where people are gonna die. Like, it's supposed to be anxiety <laughs> inducing. But like most of my podcasts, you'll hear the music throughout. Um, I was actually astounded that I found music for my last episode because that that's like how much Gregory Horror Show is like niche <laughs> to me and... Someone uploaded the entire video game soundtrack on YouTube. I, it, I don't think it had a whole lot of views. I don't remember. But I was like, what the fuck? Someone actually has this and uploaded it? I was really happy about that. I think recording and saving that kind of stuff is super important. Credit is super important. Please save things. Keep records. I'm begging you. We need them. But the music's great. I'll play it. Enjoy it. It's great. <laughs> The setting of the game also offers a lot of intrigue. Um, they're in a mysterious facility building that's probably underground. I'm pretty sure it's underground. There's at least five floors. Um, it's pretty vast. Um, and each floor has a character called a floor master. They kind of guide you through the floor. There's like rules. They, the goal is to survive. It's a death game. These people are put into a game of death. Um, so the goal is to survive and we got a, some bozo floor master there too. Um, there's a lot of interesting locations, some circus-esque death rooms, creepy rooms in general. Um, there's also a bar on the first floor. Very ominous, very interesting. And I really looking, I'm really looking forward to seeing more of it in chapter three, the final part of chapter three. Now, back to the characters. I just want to touch on the music in the setting real quick. So there are over, 20 characters in your turn to die. And you're definitely bound to like one of them. There's also a complete separate game, as I mentioned in the beginning, and it's called Your Time to Shine. And it takes place on an island. It's a resource management and survival strategy game. I haven't played much of it myself because I think I got confused and the gameplay doesn't interest me that much. But even if your favorite character like dies pretty soon, pretty early, uh, you'll probably be able to play them in Your Time to Shine, so. Eventually, all the characters in Your Time to Shine will be playable, but, um, and don't look this up, but I'm pretty sure he's doing, like, the main character is gonna be in order of who dies. It's kind of what it seems like anyway, so, um, don't look that up. Uh, play the game so you don't get spoiled. Uh, right now, there's only two characters that are playable, and I don't know exactly when he released the second playable story. Um, but I remember it being kind of like a big deal. I was really excited about it, even though I don't, I've never played the game like through. Um, there's also quite a bit of content outside of the game. Nankidai loves these characters and he doodles them a lot. And like, if you go onto the Your Turn to Die wiki, which don't play the fucking game first, but 
If you go on the wiki, there's like a ton of doodles of them. Um, there's a teacher character named Mishima. I think it's Mishima. Um, he wears a suit and a tie. Polite man. But Nankidai loves, loves drawing him. And he loves drawing him shirtless and extremely muscular. It's hilarious. I love it. Um, and going along with the characters, if you are someone who's interested in media that has some minority representation, there is a character who is explicitly stated to have autism, which is great. Um, I think he's good representation, but I'm not a diagnosed person with autism or anything. Definitely neurodivergent in some fashion. There's, I'm not neurotypical. Um, don't know how or why. Don't know if I'll ever get that diagnosis, but there is a character who's confirmed to be autistic, and I remember that was really exciting to find out. There are also two characters who aren't explicitly lesbians, but like, I think they are. They're, they're gay. Um, and the cast has, uh, I mean, obviously they're all literally paper white. So there's not a whole lot of racial diversity. Uh, they're, I, they're all Asian though, but that's kind of standard for anime. They're also like the age range of the cast is kind of diverse or, or two literal fucking children in this death game for whatever reason. Actually, I think there's three. I don't know how old the one is, but there's definitely at least two. And there are some teenagers, but there's also some older men as well. Um, also, a lot of the characters have horrible fucking trauma <laughs> and that gets explored in the game. Very fun. But the characters are a huge part of your turn to die. So I'm not really going to reveal a whole lot about them. I just think it's best to really play the game blind, but hopefully this little blurb that I'm giving you will encourage you to do so. And before I end it, I do want to talk a little bit about the gameplay. because I mentioned before, it's pretty similar to Danganronpa and Ace Attorney. And if you've ever played those games, you know that some of the problem solving you have to do is bullshit and it makes no sense. And I will say, um, I didn't struggle that much with Your Turn to Die, especially not as much as those two games. I've played through the entire Danganronpa series minus the spinoff, and I've played through almost the first two Ace Attorney games in the trilogy. Um, I've not finished Ace Attorney 2 because like the last trial in it is very similar to the chapter three one from the first game. And I was like, I'm not doing this shit again. So I just have never finished it. In the trial specifically, there's a, you have to like make connections to evidence and stuff and in those two games, it's often bullshit. Um, Your Turn to Die, I think, is a lot more reasonable. There are a few times I got stuck, but I just kind of brute forced it with trial and error. And this is kind of the one problem with media being so niche is that Your Turn to Die is so niche that I remember, like, finding guides on it is very difficult. Um, I remember when chapter three, part one, section B came out. Um, I obviously didn't want to look up a guide in case I didn't want to get spoiled because I was literally actively playing the game that just came out, but I remember being very stuck and it took me forever only to realize that the thing I wanted to do was just not possible. <laughs> so, so, um, I, hopefully guides are more available. Uh, I also didn't know about the existence of the subreddit, so that probably would have helped me a lot every time I got stuck, but, um, I wouldn't say it's e extremely difficult or extremely easy. It's a nice in-between. Um, but I'd say the choice element is just what really draws me in. I love the suspense that, like, and the idea that I affect this story. I love being in control of who lives or dies, which may be fucked up to say, but, um, it's not like I'm just sitting here reading a visual novel. I'm playing a game 
and I'm a certified reading hater. I hate reading and I have a negative attention span. So being able to interact with the story and actually having stakes means a lot. Cause that was one thing I hated with Danganronpa is that like none of it fucking matters because I don't have any say in the story. We'll get into that in another time. <laughs> so I want to say I'm recording this in mid-February and the Steam release is actually set to be released February uh, 21st, which is literally one week. Well, it's actually less than a week now. It was one week away from when I wrote this script because I'm recording the next day. But um, by the time you listen to this, it's definitely going to be released on Steam. Um, it won't be finished. If you go to the Steam page, well, if you went to the Steam page in February, I don't know what it's gonna say when the, it releases. But if you went to the Steam page in February, uh, I assume it will still say the same thing. There's like uh, answering questions about being in early access. Nankidai says that it'll be a few months, like after the Steam release, before the game is fully completed. I think he said like six to a, six months to a whole year or something like that. But that means there's a good chance we'll see the full release this year or even sometime at the beginning of next year, which is very, very exciting. Can't wait for it to finish. Um, chapter 3B came out almost two years ago now. And I was so excited when I finished it. So excited when it came out, so excited when I, when I finished it. I just cannot wait to see how the game ends. And I can't wait to see how where this creator goes. And I hope for the best of your turn to die. And I hope you enjoy playing it too. There are quite a few playthroughs of Your Turn to Die on YouTube that have like 500,000 views, lots of views. Apparently there have been over 4 million playthroughs of this game, which is crazy, but I never see anyone talking about it except for like the people in the Danganronpa fandom who suck. So I, I think more people should talk about this game. Um, with that being said, Your Turn to Die might just be maybe niche in English audiences. It might be pretty popular and well-known in Japan. I'm not sure, but uh, I'm an American person. I'm introducing this to American people. Maybe it's really well known in Japan. I don't know. And maybe I'm introducing it to someone from a different country. I don't know who's going to be listening to this other than myself. Really important, your Tendai is free right now. I think when it full releases, you have to purchase it, but it's literally a free to play game on a Windows web browser. What are you waiting for? Play it right now. Literally, just type in vgperson.com or just literally Google your turn to die and go play the damn game. Do it right now. But if aggression doesn't work on you, uh, uh, please. <laughs> and also on the browser, your progress gets saved and like you can always just come back to it anytime by just typing in your turn to die and going to the website. Just And you can download it as an application as well. Just go out, take in this truly suspenseful experience. If you're the kind of person who loves horror, death, and mystery with an experience you can actually have an impact on, your turn to die might just be your niche. Keep a lookout for your next niche snack. Next week, I'll have a special guest to talk about their very own niche snack.